Good evening. Welcome to Dana Hamilton Unleashed. Well, it has been a while since we did a podcast, so I'm so excited to be in here with you guys tonight. And I'm so glad that y'all chose to be with me tonight. And I hope that you are blessed by this word. I am excited. God's been speaking some stuff to my heart and to my spirit. Um, I took a couple weeks off. I needed some self-reflecting time, some time for myself. But I am back here in the middle of November. You know, we left October talking about domestic violence awareness. Um, That's very dear to my heart. I lived it. So I love to talk about it in October and try to help people get to a different place within themselves selves of freedom when it comes to domestic violence. But y'all, I have a word for y'all. I just need to get this off of my chest tonight. This is a random podcast. I'd actually plan on doing my podcast this weekend, but I really felt the umption of the Holy Spirit to share this tonight. So I really hope it blesses you. You know, God's just really been revealing to me that this year has been a setup year. This year has been a year of what are you going to do with your now? to prepare for your next. What are you going to do with your right now to prepare for your tomorrow? What are you going to do right now to prepare for your future? And I believe that God is showing a huge amount of favor on his people, especially those that chose to seek him in the midst of uncertainty. Those that chose to seek him in the midst of losing a job. Those that chose to love and seek him in the midst of turmoil those that chose to seek him in the midst of division in our country, those that chose to seek him in the midst of political drama, those that chose to seek him in the midst of things that we didn't understand. And I really believe that God is releasing a supernatural blessing and favor over all of those people, all of us people who have sought God in the midst of a time when everybody should have given into fear but there's been some that have risen up and have stood out among the rest and showed to be faithful. You know, some of us have walked with God on a whole different journey this year that has taken us to different dimensions with God that we never thought were possible. Some of us are walking freer than we've ever walked before. Some of us, if we were smart, used this year to begin to prepare for our next. See, God's been moving very fast and quick because God knew there was a a short window of time that he had our attention. We were actually paying attention to God. We were listening to God. Some people who only had even maybe a little ounce of faith have increased their faith tremendously this year because when everything began to happen, they didn't resort, resort to fear. They resorted to their faith because if you have any kind of baseline, any kind of root system in, in your faith, you will always result back to it. But those that resulted back to it, they came to find out that God was taking them to a whole different level that they, they didn't even know they were going to. And it was out of their obedience. It was out of their surrender. And y'all, I mean, I've been on a whole transformational journey with God this year, internally and externally. So many changes. And God has been so faithful. Even in the midst of all the chaos that's been going on, I've had peace. Even in the midst of all the distractions, I've remained focused. And I think many of you have too. But God is truly saying, you've been preparing in your now. Get ready for your next. So I have some things I wanted to read to y'all tonight. And I just want to ask the question, ask yourself this question. 
Are you ready for your next? Are you tired of living in your past? Are you tired of living in your setbacks? Are you tired of surrounding yourself with people who don't believe in you? Are you tired of settling? Are you tired of giving into self-doubt and pity? Are you tired of having to have it all figured out? Because God is truly asking us this year to surrender all. I surrender all. It's in our surrender that true freedom is found. It's in our surrender that we begin to embrace our next. You know, we all have things that are trying to hold us back, whether it's guilt from our mistakes, temptations that we can't seem to overcome, or dysfunctional family or dysfunction that was just passed down to us through generation. It wasn't fair. It wasn't easy. And it's definitely not been good to us. Some of us, has, it's been way too easy to learn to accept the things that's happened to accept the things that's been spoken over us, to accept the dysfunction. And we begin to think that that's who we are. But God didn't create any of us to go through life weighed down by addictions, dysfunction, guilt, or our past. He created us to be free. When Jesus hung on the cross before he took his final breath, he said, it is finished. He wasn't just talking about his life and how he had finished his life. He was talking about everything that we would go through was finished. He was putting a stop and an end to all the stuff that we would encounter in our life. He was putting a stop and an end to the negative things that would keep us from our destiny. He was saying the guilt is finished. The depression is finished. The low self-esteem is finished. The generational curses, they're finished. The lack, it's finished. The self-doubt, it's finished. Instead of accepting the addiction, instead of accepting the depression or the anxiety-filled life and thinking, this is just the way it's going to be. Everybody in my family has it and has been it, so I'm just going to be it too. You know, for many years, I lived in the mindset that there were certain things in my life that I would never be able to change and that it just was what it was. It was just who I was. And I was so led wrong led wrong by the voices in my head, led wrong by the enemy, whatever you want to call it. But none of us have to just succumb to the boxes that we've been put in. We don't have to just succumb to the expectations the world has put on us. We can choose to be free. The price has already been paid. I am free. I am clean. I am whole. And you can be also. As long as you accept the addictions, accept the self-doubt, accept the low self-esteem, accept the rejection, you're allowing it to stay. But when you tell it to go, you tell your past mistakes, tell the poverty, tell the self-lack, all of it, it's finished, that this is not who I am, you become blessed, you become prosperous, you begin to believe I am victorious in the seen and the unseen realm and all the strongholds that used to hold you so tightly begin to be broken chains begin to fall off and God's favor is released over your life let me ask you this are there things that you're living with to which you need to say it is finished are you going around feeling guilty down on yourself because of your past mistakes Do you ever expect anything good or is everything negative? 
ask yourself that question. If the question is, yes, I'm doing those things. I'm staying down on myself. I'm staying stuck in my past. Then you have to announce tonight, it is finished. You have to be done beating yourself up. Be done living condemned. Because God's mercy is bigger than any of our mistakes. God's mercy is bigger than it all. You have to choose to say, I am redeemed. I am restored. And you know what? I am forgiven. And I am excited about my future. Are you living in shame? Shame be off you. Not shame on you. But I speak tonight, shame off of you. The feeling of inferior because of how somebody treated you. Maybe they did do you wrong. Maybe they walked away. And now the enemy whispers, it's because you're not good enough. It's because you're crazy. It's because you're not attractive. Nobody would ever want you. Nobody would ever want to be in your life. Maybe the enemy's speaking that to you tonight. And God is quickly reminding you right now in the middle of this podcast that it is finished. It is finished. You have to begin to realize that you are not inferior. You are worthy. You are a king's kid. You are a child of God. You have to begin to know who you are and speak. I am a child of the most high God. I'm wearing a crown of favor and I have royal blood flowing through all of my veins no matter what someone did to you you may have had bad breaks in life you may have gone through a lot of unfair situations but do not have a victim mentality y'all I lived with a victim mentality for so many years I mean all the way up until this year I still had residue of the victim mentality on me and God had to send and burn that off of me Because God can't even begin to take you to where he wants to take you to. If you're living a victim mentality, God has called us to be victors and to be victorious, to choose not to be a victim of our own story, but to create a new story, change the story. You have the ability to change it. Everything you've been through, all of the hurt, all of the lack, all of the past, all the disappointments, all the setbacks, they have all positioned you. For the double that God's bringing to your life. You have to begin to say it is finished. I'm not living in discouragement. I'm not dwelling on my disappointments. I'm not going to relive my hurts. And I'm surely not going to relive my past. I'm letting go of all the old. And I am moving up to the next level. That God has in store for me. Hallelujah. Father thank you. You have to say thank you God. That it's coming my way. Believe it is so. For God is surely a God of blessing. He wants us blessed, not cursed. He wants us blessed, not cursed. You have to separate yourself from people who see you only for who you used to be and not for who you are becoming. Some people who knew you back then, they'll try to keep you in the same box. If you're in the same town that you grew up in, they'll try to keep you stuck in your past. They'll remind you of all the times that you messed up Instead of realizing that God has forgiven those things and you're now a new creation. They'll try to put limitations on you in your life. You can't accomplish that. You're never going to be good enough for that. You're not that talented. 
you better play it safe. I'd play it safe if I were you. That's what those people will say. In the scripture, this is what happened with David. His family didn't see him as a giant killer or as a king. They discounted him. David's father, Jesse, didn't even bother to bring him in from the shepherd's field. When the prophet Samuel was choosing one of his eight sons as the next king of Israel, Jesse thought, ah, it's just David. He's so small and so young. He doesn't have the experience, but people don't determine your destiny. God does. What they say about you and how they try to make you feel, it cannot stop what God has ordained. You need to distance yourself from people who are always trying to put limitations on your life. Sometimes that includes the people who have known you the longest. Jesus' own brothers did not believe in him until after he rose from the dead. He was performing miracle after miracle in the streets, but they didn't see him as a Messiah. They only saw him as their brother and thought, oh, it's just Jesus. There's nothing special about him. We grew up with him. We know everything about him. He's not the Messiah. They tried to discount him and talk him out of his destiny. Jesus let it go in one ear and out the other because he knew he was there for mission. You can be the difference maker for your family. You can put an end to negative things that have been passed down from generation to generation. What you're dealing with may not have started with you, but it can stop with you. It can end with you. You need to say to the poverty, to the lack, to the self-pity, to the low self-esteem, to the past mistakes, all of it. Say to all of it. It is finished. You got to tell the dysfunction. It's finished. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the Father's love over my life. We all could come up with excuses to settle where we are. I'm truly from my heart asking you to get rid of the excuses. I too used to live in excuses. It's time to announce to anything that's holding you back, it is finished. It is done. I am done with it. This is a new day. I'm drawing the line in the sand and as for me, I will live for the Lord. We will live free from addictions. We will lend and not borrow. We will be generous and help others. And we will accomplish our dreams. You might have been raised in a limited environment. Perhaps your family members were good people, but they didn't have any vision for a better future. And they settled for mediocrity. In the scripture, Abraham was living in a limited environment. God told him to leave his country to leave his extended family behind and go to a land that he would show him. God was saying, Abraham, you have to leave what's familiar. Leave what you grew up with. I'm not suggesting that you abandon your family, but I am saying to leave behind the negative mindsets you were raised with. Leave all of that mentality. Leave the limitations that people have put on you. You have to make room for God to increase you. Sometimes our environment is so small It's like the oak tree seed. It can't grow in a small environment because one day that tree will be huge. It will grow to enormous size and it needs the right size environment for its growth. It needs the right environment for its growth. 
It's easy to talk ourselves out of our dreams and live discouraged because of disappointments and things we don't understand. We worked hard, but we didn't get the promotion. We prayed, but our loved one didn't make it. We did our best, but the relationship didn't work out. Life is not always fair. I can't begin to explain why things happen the way that they do. But I can tell you that God says he will take what was meant for our harm and he'll use it for his good. He says he will pay you back double for the unfair things that happen. He says he will give you beauty for the ashes. And I believe God's doing just that this year. He's raising people out of the ashes to be beautiful, beautiful creations for his glory. I've learned you have to let go of the ashes before you receive the beauty. You can't hold on to the old expecting to receive the new. The past is over and done. That's why it's called the past. Quit dwelling on it. Quit reliving it. Quit reminding yourself of it and move forward. This is what David did. He had a newborn baby who became very sick. Night and day, David prayed and fasted for this baby. He wouldn't eat. He wouldn't talk with anyone else. He spent all of his time on his knees asking God to heal this child. On the seventh day, the little baby died. David's attendants didn't know how he was going to handle the news. But when they told him, David got up off the ground, took a shower, put on new clothes, and went to the temple and began to worship God. When he finished, he went and had dinner with his men. They were so amazed and they asked him, David, why are you acting this way? Are you okay? Because naturally this didn't seem right. When the child was living, you wept and refused to eat. But now that he's died, you stopped your mourning and you're acting as though everything's okay and nothing even happened? David said, when the child was alive, I asked God to let him live. But now that he has died, I cannot bring him back. But one day I will go to be with him. David did everything he could. He prayed, he fasted, and he believed. But it didn't work out his way. He could have lived bitter with a chip on his shoulder, but David understood this principle. He said to the past, it is finished. I don't understand it, but I'm moving forward. We all have things in life that we don't understand. It's easy to live negatively with a chip on our shoulder. But if we're going to receive the double, if we're going to see the beauty for ashes, we have to do as David did and say to the past, say to the things you don't understand, it is finished. I'm not going to dwell on what didn't work out. I'm not going to try to figure out why. I'm not going to worry about the job that I lost. I'm not going to think about the things that have shifted because I have to realize they're shifting in my favor, even when I don't understand. Your past doesn't have to stop you. Your past can actually propel you. Once you learn from your past, you begin to walk in your future. That bad break, the loss, that disappointment, God is in control of your life. You wouldn't be alive unless there was something amazing to be done through you. You haven't had too many bad breaks. You haven't made too many mistakes. Nothing is too much for God. You're on the verge of receiving double. You're on the verge of beauty for your ashes. Now do your part and put on a new attitude. Wash your face. Get cleaned up and get ready for the new things that God is about to do in your life. Let me declare this over you tonight. Your past 
your hurts, the regrets, the disappointments, the setbacks, they were only preparing you for your comeback. And you have to speak to those things. Self-identity issues, you have to speak to those things and say, it is finished. I no longer live there. The poverty, the lack, the limited mindsets, it's all finished. Depression, dysfunction, guilt, shame, self-pity, self-doubt, it's all finished. This is a new day. Things that have held you back are being broken right now. You're going to step into a new level of freedom. You're going to break generational curses like you've never thought was possible. And you're going to begin to be the generational blesser in your family. You're going to begin to walk in blessing, not cursing. You're about to see beauty for your ashes, healing, promotion, and breakthrough. It's heading your way. It's up to you if you want to walk into your next. It's up to you if you want to prepare for your next. It's up to you if you want to walk out of 2020, a free, surrendered person, falling after everything that God has for your life. Being blessed beyond measure. Being free and not captive. Flying high above the chaos and not being a part of the chaos. Walking into every open door that God has for you in 2021. And determining that you're going to leave behind anything that easily besets you from your purpose. Realizing that you can't move forward if you're still being weighed down by yesterday. You cannot move into your next. You cannot move into your next if you're not preparing in the now. So God is saying tonight, prepare right now for your next. For God is surely about to do a work in your life. I am a living testimony of the power of God and what God can do and what God can do in one year, in less than one year, what God can do in like eight months, what God can do because God can do whatever God wants to do. And if God can do it for me, he can do it for you. He is not a God that he shows. uh, He's not a God that that shows uh, favoritism, but he is a God of favor. And there's a difference there. He doesn't show favor to say that you are better than the next person. He shows favor because he has a specific calling for your life. He gives you grace to do certain things because that is what your grace to do. He gives you favor because that ignites your faith. You begin to live a favored life based on your obedience. See, favor is found in obedience. Favor is not found in I'm better than you or you're better than me. But favor is released upon your life out of obedience. Favor is released upon your life out of saying it is finished. Favor is released on your life out of understanding who the true Messiah is. In refusing to be like so many other people who have tainted the Messiah's name, who have tainted who God really is, who have laughed about God, who have put God down. But favor is bestowed on those who acknowledge who God is and decide to surrender to that acknowledgement and begin to live a surrendered life to the Holy Spirit. It's amazing. And God is preparing us. So God is saying, are you ready? Are you ready for your next? Because right now, right now, right now, right now, God is preparing you for your next right now. 
It's totally up to you to say tonight, it is finished. It is done. It is over. And the new has begun. Have a blessed night, y'all. Love you all so much. Keep following me. If this blessed you, share it with someone. And I look forward to seeing y'all and hear from y'all soon. Thank you. Have a blessed night.